and in local news. Meteor seen in sky over small town, and small dogs everywhere go berserk. More after this. Bienvenidos al XJ Talk Show, un podcast acerca de aventuras off-road en Jeep Cherokees y entrevistas con los que manejan y mueven el mundo de las carreras off-road. Ahora, aquí están sus presentadores, Tony y Josh. That's the only way I know that, he's, that it, it's done. It says Tony and Josh. Yeah, I don't know, understand a lick of the, the rest of that, I tell oh, you. Oh, it sounds good though, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it rolled right off the tongue, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, as you guys probably uh, already know, this is Tony. And this is Josh. And I go by Motoroy on xjtalk.com. You can find me as Northwest99XJ or NW99XJ on xjtalk.com. And it's xjtalk.com is, well, why we're here. Yep, yep. It is a, uh, a, a forum, a place to get together uh, online, uh, so to speak. And uh, we, uh, we get there and we talk about our Jeep Cherokees. Actually, we talk about a, a bunch of different things, uh, including the Jeep Cherokee, but that's the, the primary focus. So, and because uh, Tony and I like to talk so much, well, we decided to create a podcast about it. Yep, and uh, that's what we do. We come here once a week and uh, record this podcast. And while we record it, we also have a live uh, audience, live show. On Ustream, you can uh, view us uh, Sundays, 10 p.m. Central Time on Ustream slash channel, or actually Ustream.tv slash channel slash XJTalk. Yeah, every show live Sundays, 10 p.m. Eastern, and uh, a lot of good stuff going on tonight's show, Tony. Uh, we got uh, some news about me. We got some news about Jeep. We even have some voicemails for the listeners and uh, some iTunes reviews, and, well, we got a whole bunch of other stuff for you guys, so stick around. Yeah, and I don't know if uh, if anybody wants to call in. We do have uh, a couple of new uh, a new live uh, viewers tonight, so uh, we will be doing. We have the live call in line open and available. If somebody would like to uh, call in and chat with us a bit, we uh, we will have time for that tonight. And uh, that call in line number is two six seven five zero seven zero two four zero. And then once you get on, it'll ask you for a conference code. Just put in two one nine. 835 our moderator uh brass cats uh will be putting that up uh, every so often and if you need it just uh, tell him you want it and he'll put that up in uh, chat for you yeah we'd love to hear from you guys and if you're uh, well if you're a little scared to call in on the live show we completely understand we've got a 24 7 voicemail line set up for the rest of you i uh, got 530-675-4102 that's 530-675-4102 leave a message or you can even text yeah, you'll see how that works out here in the show because we've got, uh, like I was telling Josh earlier, four, count them four, one, two, three, four voicemails t- uh, to play tonight, which I'm pretty excited. And uh, one that I'm not quite too sure what they're talking about, but, but you know, we're here to listen and play and uh, take criticism or whatever this is. You'll, you'll hear it. You'll see what I mean when we get there. Well, and speaking of get there, getting there, Tony, I uh, went out into the great wild beyond and uh, had a little bit of a camping trip this weekend. Well, first off, how did the Jeep perform? Well, I was getting there. That's uh, We took the Jeep this weekend. Uh, it was a long, long, uh, what was that, Thursday? Uh, Thursday night, getting that thing all squared away. And uh, finally got it up and running and done. Tony, the steering is finally done. The 52-ton steering is finally done. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a little joke. I give uh, I give Josh a hard time because it's a one-ton steering, and I never 
I just was like, you know, it's supposed to be this big, powerful thing. So I'll just call it a 52 ton steering. Boy, a lot went into it. And uh, to get you guys all up to speed, it's an over the knuckle. I have a Dana 30, high penny Dana 30 up front, but I went over the knuckle with, uh, with one ton GM tie rod ends, uh, JCR's tubes, and I uh, ended up having to do a uh, uh, rough stuff panhard kit on that as well. And uh, all in all, there's a lot of really heavy duty quarter inch wall tube under there. And uh, and the welding, I couldn't uh, I couldn't be happier with the uh, with the results that OD Green uh, OD Green thirty on thirty fives. He's a user on Naxja. His name's Brandon, and he does some awesome work. Came over and helped me out on the welding. Got all the brackets welded up, and uh, and it just it couldn't look any better. How it performed? Not too shabby. Uh, I had to cut off the sway bar mounts uh, to get the everything get everything to clear right. And although that's that's all fine and dandy, I've driven without sway bars before. With the new wheels and tires that I have on there, which are um, some rock crawler 15 by 8 uh, fake bead locks uh, with three and three quarter inch backspacing to clear the tie rod ends, and I'm running 33 1250 uh, 15 brand new Pro Comp Mud Terrain twos. Uh, some awesome tires so far. I can't wait to test them out in the in the off road world, but uh, but it worked out pretty well. It's uh, it sways a little bit. Um, the body roll seems to be a little bit more pronounced now than it was before, uh, even without the sway bars. So. Um, I got to look into that. There's a little bit of bump steer that I, that's happening. Uh, I think I can fine tune some of the angles a little bit. All the brackets are fairly adjustable, so I'll be able to really dial that thing in. And uh, uh, besides the sway bars and that, uh, the Dodge Durango steering box seems to be working out rather well. So uh, all in all, I can't complain. I still have a shakedown run to, to do, take it off road. So we'll see how that happens, and I'll be sure to share the results. Did you notice any difference? Uh, any, did it feel different with the uh, the Durango steering box, or does, does this feel like what you had before? Well, it, it's it's a little hard to tell, mainly because the Jeep sat for, geez, about two months in the garage. And, you know, I've been driving this Honda the entire time. And, boy, I tell you, it was it was culture shock going from driving the Honda Accord for so much to now jumping in the Jeep. It was like uh, driving a monster truck. But I bet you, I bet you your testicles dropped two inches when you got in the Jeep. <laughs> it was it was really good to get, uh, get back in the Jeep, Tony. I I cannot lie, it was a lot of fun driving. Uh, so I I'm super happy to have it back up and running, especially with uh, with some new shoes on it too. Well, you got a level of maturity that I, I haven't seemed to be able to master because, um, I don't know. I just leaving the Jeep at home and and taking something that's uh, low and uh, well, I was gonna say low and slow, but actually the the Jeep's pretty slow. Uh, something that's yeah. that low. I mean, sitting in traffic, it feels like you're. Uh, uh, you know, approaching the, uh, the center of a, a gravity well to me. <laughs> it's a, like a go-kart. No, I mean, it's, it's not lowered or anything, but the Honda is a whole totally different world than the, uh, than the Jeep. That's for sure. But you know, uh, I'm still bleeding some air bubbles out of the steering system after that Durango swap. Um, you know, I had to go through the procedure where you, you lift it up in the air and you just go lock to lock about, you know, 200 times and trying to bleed all the air bubbles out and get fluid into every little nook and cranny and, and whatnot of that steering system. And, uh, and, and so there's, there's a few little things that I'm still working out. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure I'm really going to notice the difference when I get off road, yeah. uh, when I can really put it through its paces, but you know, on pavement, mm, you know, I had bald tires before and, and you know, they didn't really do a whole lot for me. Uh, I can tell that the, the Durango steering box is a little bit more responsive, but I can definitely feel the, um, the inverted, uh, the inverted T steering setups a little bit of that tie rod roll and oh, that yeah. dead spot that people talk about. Right. Yeah, it's I've got a polyurethane spacer in there, which helps it out a little bit, but uh, but I definitely know what people are talking about now. It's something that I hadn't experienced myself before. It's not bad, but it's definitely there. 
So on the camping trip, well, uh, just kind of curious, anytime I go camping, it, it always seems like I sweat my ass off and I can't sleep because it's so damn hot. And, <laughs> and, and I'm thinking about, you know, you went camping and I'm like, oh, how miserable. And, but, but what are the temperatures up there right now? I forget, you know, it's, it's not, you're not in, you know, the, the sun zone where we are. Well, certainly, especially where we were, uh, which is up the Clackamas River towards the North Fork, and uh, and it's definitely down in a valley. So uh, I'm, there's I'm sorry, not a lot of sun. You, I'm sorry, you sound like you're just making up words. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> Clackamas, we're not talking about <laughs> those valleys and stuff you speak of. No, it doesn't get a lot of it doesn't get a lot of sun, and in fact, it rained both Friday and Sunday uh, today here. So <laughs> that had to be yeah, rough, had a, man. Had were a, you able to keep a fire going? Uh, yeah, it was a little hard to start Friday, but you know, I was a boy scout, so I I'm, I'm resourceful, I guess you could say blowtorch, right? Yeah, no, no, I actually <laughs> forgot to bring it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was going to bring the, the map gas with the, uh, with the igniter on the top of it, you know, and, uh, and no, I, I totally forgot to bring that. That was my fire starter, but no, this, uh, this time I was a little more resourceful, but, uh, yeah, it was hard to get it really going. Uh, but once we did it, it was, you know, it was there at least. And, and we got up, I had to work Friday, so it was, you know, get home. The Jeep was just up and running. I didn't even have a chance to really, you know, get it aligned or anything. I did a garage alignment and it was load up the Jeep and, uh, and immediately head out. We got to campsite probably about eight o'clock. It was just starting to get dark. So it was, uh, you know, a mad dash to get things set up and get a fire going and, uh, finished it up pretty quick, but yeah. And then, then the rains rolled in and that was a lot of fun. Saturday was decent. And then Sunday, uh, yeah, rain all day and the temperatures were probably, High as 60, lows of about 45. Oh, that's great sleeping weather. Yeah, I didn't and mind with, so much. You know, and with the rain, I bet you it was relaxing once you got it, everything set up and, and going. Just, just lay back and nothing going on around you except conversation and maybe a game of cards. Yeah, no, it was it was great to to get a little change of scenery and to get out and relax and stuff. I, I was It was much needed, and, and it was a good way to, despite the rain, it was a good way to start off the camping season for me. Yeah, I wouldn't mind going camping in 60-degree weather. Um 40 would be just about right for me. I'd have to sleep on top of the covers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, especially the, the, the icing on the cake uh, for the whole thing was just having the Jeep there. I think that was uh, oh, what made yeah. it extra special. After two months. Oh, yeah. First week in G. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Do we have a couple of really good stories for you guys this week. So there's been a lot of recalls going on in Jeep lately. What is going on? Uh, this week is no exception. The Center for Auto Safety, this is a consumer advocacy group, is calling for the recall of, check this out, 5 million Jeep Grand Cherokees from, get this, 1993 clear to 2004. That is a massive spectrum of Grand Cherokees that they're trying to recall. This is all because of a potential fire hazard from the gas tanks and their filler hoses. They claim these gas tanks were improperly placed behind the axle and below the bumper in what engineers call the crumple zone. And in a rear-end collision, the filler hoses will rip away from the tank and cause gas to leak. And, well, you can see where this is going. Apparently, since 2006, there's been six child deaths in result of this. Uh, so this, I think is what they're using as ammunition to make this thing happen. Of course, Jeep denies all of this saying that, you know, there's nothing wrong with the Cherokees and that the fuel system is, well, essentially flawless for the most part. So we're going to see where, how this ends up turning out. It looks like there's going to be a big investigation and all that. Who knows if you, uh, ZJ listeners out there, uh, 
are listening and you're hearing us, well, you might end up having to take your Cherokee into the dealership to have some recall stuff happening. And in other news, uh, the Cherokee that we all love to hate, uh, yeah, that's right, the 2014 Jeep Cherokee is still without a release date. On Wednesday, Jeep has, uh, well, they denied, or declined rather, to confirm when the 2014 Jeep Cherokee production will actually begin. Uh, this is after the uh, Detroit Free Press said the launch has been delayed, uh, you know, just after a whole nother month. So, um, apparently, the, uh, excuse me, the Ohio plant is currently building pilots. So, this is the, the Jeeps that are going to be going out to the sales floors that you can actually go out and see. So, but they're saying they're, they're going to be ready for the full launch. Who knows when that's going to happen? When the management team, quote unquote, gives the green light. So we're going to see how that ends up going out. Uh, who knows? This might be the Cherokee that we never actually get to see. That wouldn't be such a bad deal. I wouldn't be mad at that. I uh, I think that maybe that would be the best thing that could happen to this Cherokee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jake's called in. Let's uh, Let's see what Jake thinks. Hey, Jake, thanks for calling in. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. So what's going on up there? Did you go to the uh, the junkyard this uh, past weekend? I sure did. I finally made it out there. What'd you end up scoring? Oh, it was half off weekend this time. So I uh, I actually went there to get a eight and a quarter with a 29 spines with a limited slip and the Liberty disc brake uh, hardware, but no luck. They didn't have any of it. So uh, I ended up uh, meeting up with Jim, uh, Brass Cats, and I also brought my brother along. He's also on the side as Illuminator. And we ended up just searching through some stuff and finding some good deals. What did you end up uh, getting? I personally got a rear soundbar already with oh, okay. the fabric off. And um, let's see, I got some 97 and up mirrors, power. Are they in pretty good shape. Are they the heated ones? No, I don't think they are. They have a little uh, little icon on the side there on the mirror themselves. It has like a little defroster it's either, symbol. Actually, either like you know, vertical bacon bits. Or, I mean, bacon <laughs> vertical bacon strips. <laughs> vertical bacon strips or uh, or or hot air. You know, depending on how you look at it. Uh, you know, depending yeah. on how hungry you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I didn't see those on there, so I figured they weren't. Well, it's not a big right, deal. That's I mean, okay. I mean, especially mine's, down mine's here. Not even power as it sits, so I might as well. Uh, I, I also got the switch, so eventually I'll try and uh, wire them up too. Yeah, so uh, I'm sorry, I kind of jumped in. I, I forget some of you guys don't know what's going on. Basically, uh, uh, several of the guys posted up on xjtalk.com that they were going to be heading out to uh, what was it, pick apart that you guys went to, uh, Jake. Yeah, I think it was Houston Pole Part or something. I okay. can't remember the name exactly. Well, well anyway, they, they had uh, Brass Cats and uh, Big Jim and several of the folks there on xjtalk.com were planning on uh, heading over there. And uh, I was going to go, too. I was going to try to find some uh, uh, disc brakes to go on my eight and a quarter. Uh, but I had uh, another th- another thing came uh, camp, uh, another thing came up on Saturday, and I went and did that. Uh, but anyway, so that's why I was asking Jake, uh, what he got, uh, from the junkyard. It was something I was planning on going to do, uh, meet, meet up some of the xjtalk.com members here in the Houston, uh, Texas area. And, uh, I also forgot uh, to mention Jake is up in Conroe. So it's a little bit of a drive from, uh, Conroe down to North Houston for you, isn't it, Jake? Yeah, I was end up in, uh, it ended up being about 30 minute drive. Oh, that's, not that's not bad. That's not bad. 
the traffic was horrible and had to deal with uh, parking there. And it, it on half off weekends, yeah, it was horrible. I was just going to say, uh, you know, the fifty percent off is is one heck of a reason for <laughs> to get half the half the website out there. I imagine if uh, if you know everybody else knew about this, yeah, the parking lot must have been insane. Yeah, but it was. Oh yeah, it took thirty minutes to park, and we drove it because we Holy drove a flatbed too, because you just can't park it. Well, there's a good reason for me not to go. I, I would I would have left probably. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I ended up actually getting the park so late. Ended up throwing me to where I almost missed the other guys. I actually saw Big Jim and Patrick and uh, Brass Cats uh, heading out, and I caught them and got uh, persuaded uh, Brass Cats to come back. Uh, well, he, he chose to come back. So. Yeah, he's easy. You just get him to say please, and he'll do it. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> well, Jake, was there? Uh, you just calling in for the count, or did you have something you wanted to go over? Oh, I'm fine with just talking about this if you want. No, it's fine. No I just want to make sure we're gonna we're gonna roll on. So I just want to make sure that if uh, you had uh, had something that you wanted to cover with us, that uh, we let you cover it. But uh, appreciate you calling in, and uh, we'll uh, let you uh, get back to listening, having the fun of listening to the show and being in the chat room. If you guys would like to uh, be uh, in the the chat room and part of the live show, you can uh, join us on uh, ustream.tv slash channel slash xjtalk every Sunday at 10 p.m. Central. And, of course, that voicemail line once again, 530-675-4102. And we actually have some voicemails to play tonight, don't we, Tony? Yes, we do. Hey, this is Tony. And this is Josh from the XJ Talk Show. We want to thank you for calling our 24-7 voice line. Yes, we do. Just leave your first name and your question or comment. There's no guarantee, but we may play your message on the podcast. Oh, and don't worry about keeping it clean. We'll take care of that. Now it's your turn to speak at the beep. What's up, Uncle and nephew? It's your cousin Heavy D, man, up in East Texas, you know? Me and the boys, when we're out playing these gigs with fat legs in the room, we keep it, uh, keep this damn XJ talk show going through our eardrums. You know what I'm saying? Gotta be jive and fly when you're out there making these silky solos flow off stage. We like that XJ talk show when we get to the next gig. Hey, this is, uh, Nikki G. And, um, keeps running fine. I want to thank everybody for that. But it's time to change the oil. And I'm sitting here looking at this shelf full of oil. There's all kinds of choices and it's, between conventional, synthetic, and I, I don't, I don't understand any of that. I was hoping uh, somebody can explain it to me. I've been running peanut oil in it, but uh, Food Lion has canola oil on sale. It's a little cheaper, but uh, that makes my keep smell like a burnt French fry. <laughs> and I, I would love to run straight lard through it, but then there's the whole trans fat question. So if anybody can break it down for me, I appreciate it. And I'll chat you guys later. Bye. Hey, what's up, fellas? It's Dangerous D from Forsaken Fury. How the f*** are y'all? Man, we're not melting faces and making eardrums bleed. We keep the f***ing band locked to death. To the XJ So, man, that's what we do it. Y'all fellas have fun. Later, I'm calling in regards to episode 79. You guys are a pair of f***ing retards. It says right on the f***ing website, you can't use stock wheels, and you can't use it under the axle uh, f***ing track bar. And uh, the two, the 242 straight six, 
like your special guest brought in was all the way back in the Rams. That was a 258, you fucking moron. The 242 didn't start until the 80s and went into Cherokee. It's a completely different motor. The only thing that's the same is you can use the crank and the piston rods in order to build a stroker out of a 242 using 258 internals. Fucking moron. And idle air control valve? There's no fucking valve, Josh, you fucking idiot. The fucking motor. <laughs> well, thank you, uh, President Obama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, last, that last caller was an unknown. We don't know. There was no number. There was no name left. And uh, I, I guess I'd have to go back and listen to episode 79 to figure out what the, the discussion was about the, the 242. I don't remember that. And I think, yeah. I think the first part was uh, talking about your uh, 50, 52 ton steering. That's the only thing I could figure. Yeah, reference to some website that uh, apparently doesn't exist or something. I don't know. I just, uh, but you know, hey, that we're, we're, we take uh, all criticism. We're yeah. glad, uh, glad that he called in. Really glad, Nikki G. <laughs> oh, buddy. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad your biggest concern is uh, is trans fats at this point um, in, in the Jeep, of course. <laughs> well, uh, and, and then those two new, brand new callers, uh, it was uh, 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 Dangerous dude. D and uh, there was another one, uh, Heavy Duty, Duty Heavy Duty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good times. Uh, Forsaken Fury. Uh, that is that is awesome. That's a little inside baseball, folks. Uh, if you're a member of the website, you know, you'll probably understand what we're talking about. Yep, yep. So uh, we uh, we would normally stick in some iTunes reviews here, but uh, we don't have any iTunes reviews this week, Josh. Yeah, well, geez, I'm going to have to go ahead and plead to the folks one more time that if you guys are using an iTunes uh, account, if you are using an Apple device of any kind or another, please head on over to iTunes where we are at. We are all over iTunes, in fact, and to help us out a lot, uh, get up the charts, as it were, if you guys went over to iTunes and uh, give us a five-star review. And, of course, we love to hear the comments as well. Uh, so please uh, go ahead and just jot in a little something there, and uh, we'll be sure to get it on the air. The XJ Talk Show is now available on iTunes. Subscribe and leave a review. Also, be sure to give us a five-star rating. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, gotta love the five-star ratings. Definitely uh, definitely helps us out, and uh, we like the reviews as well. Well, we got another caller, uh, Josh. Let's uh, let's take this caller, and uh, I think this is a new one, or I haven't uh, updated the, uh, the list yet, so... Uh, person with the uh, last three numbers of 318. Uh, what's your name? Where are you located? Uh, this is Ryan from Green Road. Hey! Yeah, I thought that number looked familiar. I just haven't uh, updated it. Josh, talk to the gentleman. I'm going to update this so I'll know who it is next time. Hey, very good. Very good. Well, as you guys may have listened or heard, we're trying out some new technology here uh, for the live call-ins. This is something we've uh, only done for a couple episodes now, and we're glad to be able to take the live calls like this one right here from Ryan from Bree and Bub Off-Road. What's going on, buddy? You're in uh, my neck of the woods, actually. Gresham, Oregon. Yeah, just hanging out, watching the show. Fear I'd call in and still trying to peer pressure Dana into talking. Hi. Hey, no worries. I'm going to have to uh, head over to your house here one of these days. You can check out the new steering set setup. Yeah, you'll have to come over and uh, see. I'm working on the steel brake lights. Housings. I'm sure you've seen them on our Jeeps, but I'm working on a mass production now. I got a yeah, buddy that saw, has CNC machines and cut out a whole set of them. Yeah, I saw your prototypes. Uh, I think it was the first set that you had created. Um, and then you actually had created one more set that uh, you sold to uh, somebody that you and I are both acquaintances with. Am I right? Yeah. Um, 
he also has a set. So I sold four prototype sets, and they seem to work out really well. So now I'm kind of doing a mass production thing, and I'm working on seven sets right now out in the garage. That's fantastic. Uh, I don't. I know that's uh, well. That's how a lot of our vendors actually got started. Some of uh, even sponsors of the show, uh, guys like Jeep Tubes and uh, Brown Dog, and and well, some other uh, some other friends of the show. Uh, that's how they got started. You know, just whipping something out in the garage and uh, putting it out there, and pretty soon, well, it obviously created one heck of a demand, and you got some great companies out there. So, man, best of luck to you. I really hope that works out. I missed what it was that he that he made. Uh, Ryan, you still there? Why don't you go ahead and give us uh, give us another breakdown of what you're making? Yeah, they're a, a steel brake light housing with uh, LEDs for a brake light turn signal, and then like a fog light for a reverse light. Oh, okay, so it's kind of I, every time I'd go out, I'd break a plastic light, and I got tired of replacing plastic lights. And I looked around to get some aftermarket, and the only thing I could find was the rusties with the two oval. There, the two circles. It was mm-hmm. like a hundred bucks just for the housing, where I can make the housing with lights included for one hundred twenty-five. So it's kind of undercutting them, and it's better, looks better to me and everybody that I've talked to so far. So. Well, that's the that's the beauty of capitalism. Somebody comes up with uh, you know a better mousetrap and uh, sometimes a better mouse to go along with it. Hey, yeah. uh, if if you'll shoot me or Josh a, a a picture of those things, we'll stick them up in the show notes. Yeah, I would love to. Um. I'm not 100% done yet, but we have a show coming up here in two weeks at Four Wheel Parts, and I'm hoping to have a few things on display at that show, and Josh will be there, and hopefully we'll have some pictures then. Well, if you want to, uh, call in uh, you know, around that time, and we'll talk about the product, and we'll uh, put a, uh, some images and some information about where they can find this stuff up on uh, uh, the XJ Talk Show. All right, sounds good. Thank you. Very good. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate the call in. Okay. Well, don't we, do we have any other callers uh, on our line? Nope, that's it for right now. Uh, we'll uh, have to just kind of mosey along and see uh, see what happens. <laughs> you know, that's the neat thing about calling in uh, the live calls. You don't know uh, when you're going to get them and uh, when you're not. Um, actually, we do have another one that just came in. Uh, let's go ahead and grab that one. Uh, All right. So uh, uh, individual with the uh, last three numbers of 473, uh, what's your name and where are you located? Yeah, hey, I'm Austin. I'm calling from uh, Flagstaff, Arizona. Hey, hey, hey. How we doing? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Not too shabby. What uh, What had you calling in tonight? Good. Well, I'm calling in because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pretty new to the Jeep community. I don't even own one yet. But I'm uh, calling yeah. to ask. I'm looking for uh, an XJ you know, Cherokee around... Phoenix, and I wanted to know what I should look for in uh, these Cherokees with over, you know, 100,000 miles on them. Well, there's lots of good information on the site, and I was going to hit you on a, on a few really main key talking points here as far as uh, what to look for in a used Cherokee. Uh, compression test is always a good thing to, to do if you can have one done, have a, um, a mechanic give it a quick once-over, always keep a lookout for rust. In the Arizona area, you're probably not going to run into that too much. And, uh, you know, I'd be taking a look at, uh, well, if you're buying one bone stock, there's not a whole lot else you're going to have to run into, especially if you're going to be building it up. Um, the front end, uh, you know, the tie rod ends and stuff like that typically wear out on, on older Cherokees after 100,000 miles. Uh, you're going to be looking at uh, rear main seal probably uh, needing to be replaced as well. Potentially a valve cover gasket leak, but, uh, you know, that's probably not uh, going to be too often you're going to find one of those. Um, a warped head, if it's ever been overheated, but that's kind of hard to see. Uh, you'll, you'll be able to tell that in the oil and, of course, the compression test as well. 
And uh, the rest is going to yep. come down to cosmetics. Man, you're scaring the hell out of this guy. I can tell. <laughs> now, now there's now there's something that uh, I'll say this, and I'll I'll preference uh, it with this is just my opinion. It's, of course, it's going to be Josh's opinion as well because he has one, this model year. I personally uh, like the '97 Plus models the best. And yeah. uh, in 2000, they had a problem with the heads cracking because they made the exhaust ports smaller because they were trying to heat it up, heat the engine up quicker to try to get a little bit better gas mileage out of it. So um, my preference is a 1999 Jeep Cherokee with the 4.0 straight six 4.0 liter engine. Uh, it has the, uh, the the high flow head. It has the high flow intake. Uh, it pretty much has everything that you want and it doesn't have it still has a a distributor instead of uh, the individual coil packs so it's a little easier to work on a little cheaper you know when you just do basically you you do your basic tune-up with plugs uh cap rotor etc so um it's a little narrow of a search but if you can find the 99 it's uh those are in, in my opinion it, that's the best year to get that was the and there's really nothing wrong with the 2000 2001 i'm not saying that the heads crack uh they've just they they have that known issue and uh, i personally have a, a 98 uh i purchased an uh, a 99 for my wife and uh then uh we were able to get a, a 2003 tj so she started driving that and my daughters are driving the 99 and uh We've had the 99 for about a year and a half. We got it with 147,000 miles on it, paid about $2,300 for it. I've done some stuff to it. Um, still need to fix uh, the oil leak that's in it, but it's been a great Jeep. Yeah, Jeeps are, uh, the Jeep Cherokees are, are almost bulletproof with that inline six, one of the most reliable engines in the all, AW4, the automatic transmission, uh, is also probably one of the most heavy-duty transmissions in, in the lineup. Great. Well, there's a, there's a ton of more information um, that we'd love to share with you. Heck, Tony and I could probably go on and on about this. And I'm going to agree with him wholeheartedly. Uh, you know, the 99 is the best year. I'm a little biased because I also own a 99. But I uh, definitely urge you to, uh, to hit us up on xjtalk.com. Send us a private, private message. I'll be happy to go through and, and list all this stuff out. You can always create a thread and ask, uh, ask the general public. Uh, for your for their opinions as well, and I'm sure you're going to get a ton of feedback on xjtalk.com. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna hear like I was saying earlier a lot of opinions about the uh, the pre 97s. Um, the uh, what was it, Josh? 92 or 91 when the HO uh, engine came out? Do you remember? Uh, offhand, I think it was the 91. Um, yeah. yeah, and prior to that, it's the Ren- Renix. Renix, yeah, and you'll probably want to stay away from the Renix. That's what there I think. Some Renix lovers out there, yeah. you know. Honestly, there's really nothing wrong with them. Uh, it's just the high output engines are a lot better. Yeah, in '96 uh, they came out. Well, I don't know if it was the whole year or maybe half year, but uh, in '96 they came out with uh, OBD2 on the computer, so it makes diagnos- diagnostics a lot simpler, and uh, you oh. can do. Uh, I mean, for for I think two or three bucks uh, on a smartphone for the for the Torque app, and yep. twenty five bucks for the ODB the OBD two uh, little Bluetooth adapter that plugs into the port. Man, you're just you can drive and and uh, see what's going on. It's it's really nice. That's another reason why I like the the ninety seven pluses. So you know, hopefully we're not throwing too much information at you. But if you're not a member on xjtalk.com, sign up and uh, ask your questions and and. If you don't know, and we haven't talked about it in a while, Josh. Um, thanks, thank you for your call, by the way. Um, 
we haven't talked about it in a while. That's the thing about xjtalk.com that's different than all the other sites out there. Now, I'm not trying to bash the other sites, but if, if you've been on the forums, you kind of have an idea that if you ask a question that everybody's asked before, uh, the members of that site might tell you, hey, that's been asked a thousand times. Uh, you know, search is your friend. Google search is your friend. We don't do that at, at xjtalk.com. In fact, the site was started because of the uh, all the wonderful Cherokee sites that are out there. We started xjtalk.com simply because we didn't want to run people off. You know, we're the weird uh, <laughs> we're the weird Jeep forum. We want people to ask questions and post. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, there's uh, such a thing as as uh, you know, no no stupid question, and that definitely applies here. Um, there's not a question that's been asked too many times. There's not any dumb question. Uh, if you're new to the Jeep world, you've never owned a Jeep before, it's going to be a learning experience. We have all been there. And the people on XJTalk.com, well, they understand that. And and they'll definitely, well, we're all there to help each other out. That's what it's all about. It's coming together, sharing a common interest, and being able to share our wisdom, our experiences, and our opinions about the thing that we all love and drive, the XJ Cherokee. Yep. Well, Josh... Um and you guys keep calling in. If there's anybody else that wants to call in, we'll get you here on the uh, on the show. Um, anyway, uh, I thought I'd take a moment to mention our other uh, little uh, podcast that we got going on the uh, the Tony and Josh show. That's right, the uh, Tony and Josh show. It's an all new show that Tony and I are doing. Imagine that. Uh, those are the only two people on it, but uh, you guys can get on it too. We uh, encourage you to head over to TonyandJosh.com. Uh, you can check out how to listen to us. Uh, find our archives there. You can even post up. Uh, we had some messages up there that Tony and I try and uh, try and get a new one in here in for you guys to check out. Uh, well, fairly often we do a show every Thursday. Well, it's actually released every Monday. Is yes. that right? Yes. Same time as uh, this show. That's right. And uh, if you guys want to, uh, well, we check us out on our live show. That's done uh, Thursdays at 10 p.m. Central. Yeah, it's kind of a, a geeky political uh, uh, everything under the sun that pretty much isn't Jeep. Since we talk about Jeeps here, we started another, another show that we could talk about everything else. Yep, including uh, The Walking Dead, Denver D1. <laughs> <laughs> well, when, we when, when, the episodes, when the episodes come back on, yeah, we'll be talking about The uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, no, but it, it ranges everything from, uh, you know, political to opinion. Uh, we might even get delve into the paranormal a little bit. Uh, sometimes we have some news of the strange and weird. Uh, we're going to be adding some new segments as the weeks go on, and we also have live inc- live call in numbers for that one as well. Uh, so please uh, check out us, uh, check out the website tonyandjosh.com. Find out all the information. We encourage you guys to head over there and check us out. Yeah, and if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, you can. Uh, well, I said that weird. Uh, if you're listening to this show on iTunes, you can also listen to the Tony and Josh show. You can subscribe via iTunes. And, uh, you know, just take a moment to do a search for Tony and Josh show and, uh, you'll see, and, you know, click the button or I don't know what, what, what do you do on iTunes? I don't know what you do to subscribe. I've never used iTunes. I don't think that I ever will. And that's not a bad thing. Uh, it's just, uh, the way that I do business personally. And, uh, I think Tony's in the same boat as well, but we don't necessarily have anything against our iTunes listeners. Uh, we just, uh, well, we're just better than you. Well, it's the (laughs) Apple thing. You know, I'm just, yeah, I'm no. just anti-Apple. No offense to you folks that like it. It's just, I'm a, I'm a computer person by trade and, uh, Apple to me, they, they, they're, they do think really good stuff to make uh, things easier for people to use. But the one button that does everything kind of freaks me out. 
<laughs> I understand the idea, and they've they've brought computing and uh, all that stuff a long way. And uh, I'm glad they're there simply because of how innovative they are, and they're they're driving the industry to be innovative as well. So I'm not so stupid that I can't uh, see that Apple's a good thing. I just don't like them. To me, they're a bunch of uh, tree-hugging hippies. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, this is some of the this is some of the whole <laughs> the wholesome goodness that you'll get on the Tony and Josh show. <laughs> oh yeah, that's just the tip of the iceberg. No, believe me, Tony and I <laughs> tend to go off every now and again. <laughs> well, we're passionate. We got the gift of gab. We like to talk, and and sometimes we uh, we take our opinionated selves and and uh, well, we we really get passionate about the subject we're talking about. Hey, Josh, I, uh, I know you were camping uh, this weekend, uh, but I put out uh, three new videos on YouTube, on the XJ Talk uh, channel on YouTube. Now, so now, guys, if you want to see what Tony's talking about, head over to youtube.com slash user slash XJ Talk, and uh, you'll be able to see all the good stuff that Tony's put up. He's, uh, he's done a really good job of uh, putting up a lot of entertainment for us visually, um, not just uh, audibly here with the podcast that we do, but also the YouTube channel uh, where you can see all kinds of good stuff. So what's new, Tony? Well, uh, now I want to warn the audience. This is a, a Jeep Cherokee off-road He-Man type thing. But unfortunately, I haven't taken my Jeep off-road for quite some time. Uh, I'm having some overheating issues right now with the new engine. I'm still trying to get an oil leak fixed. Yada, yada, yada. Wine, wine, wine. More cheese, more cheese. And uh, so really the only video I have is the hour that I drive uh, to and from work every day. But I do see some interesting things. Um, you know, unfortunately, I think sometimes they're only interesting to me. So <laughs> I try to keep the videos short. <laughs> so if you look at it and go, what the hell is this? Uh, at least you won't waste too much of your time. Now, uh, <laughs> I, I did have a very interesting thing. It's, it's, it's funny because Amber was complaining the uh, last week. Um, what's, what is her name? Uh, on uh, What's her name on xjtalk.com? Uh, yeah, Key Girl. I was going to say Chi Girl, but that's not right. <laughs> anyway, Key Girl was complaining on Facebook because we're also on Facebook. She was complaining about the traffic and the idiots and so on and so forth. And I said, you know, I had somebody really pull something on me this past week. I'll get the video up. And I finally got around to it this weekend. Uh, this guy in a four-door, it was like a, a newer model of the old police cars. Uh, okay. Yeah. Know, the big boats. I can't remember what they're called. But, Not an Impala, but Caprice. Maybe, but it was huge. The big four door thing. Anyway, mm -hmm. uh, it's one of these things where I, I don't know if they drive this way where you are in Portland, uh, Josh. But in Houston, signaling means that it's your right to pull over into the lane. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, this feels like the Tony and Josh show. It, <laughs> It doesn't matter if there's enough room or not. It doesn't matter if you're being let in. You know, no, it's I'm signaling, I'm coming over. And, right. And this guy, and he, there was several people in the vehicle. Uh, they may have been smoking the wacky tobacco. I, I don't know. But anyway, they decided they were going to, the driver decided, I'm assuming, because I doubt that it was a voting system. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's signaling, and, this, and the truck ahead of me, and you'll see it in the video, uh, <laughs> the truck ahead of me is kind of speeding up. So, uh, he starts backing, you know, backing up and, or slowing down so he can hit that, uh, that spot in between us. And it's like, uh, the, the most wimpiest I'm coming over I've ever seen. It was like a, I think, no, okay, here I come. And 
I didn't hit my brakes. I just took my foot, put, took my foot off the gas. There's people making comments on the YouTube video. I think you hit him. <laughs> <laughs> it was that close. Oh, wow. And he swerves because <laughs> apparently, apparently he's not watching where he's going. He's watching the back. Of, I mean, the front of my Jeep. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. You got to see this thing. It's hilarious. So, uh, you know, I've been telling people, well, I don't have any paint on my bumper and I didn't feel anything. If I'd felt, you know, a, a jar of some sort, I, I would have pulled over. And, and besides that, I would have had the opportunity to ask the guy, what the hell were you thinking? Oh, with a car like that, you know, you'd, you'd probably feel it. Those are, those are still big enough and, and have enough uh, steel behind them that, uh, that you'll feel a little bit of a bump, even, even in your Cherokee. Now, if it was a Prius, well, you probably would have went underneath the wheels and you wouldn't have known. Well, the, the, the batteries would have gone critical and it would have exploded. They would have done a little mushroom cloud there yeah, on 529. Yeah, yeah I, I think only if I'd sped up because he was in front of me. Uh, but Brass Cats just said, he says, uh, I think it was a town car. Yeah, uh, that's, that's what I think. It, it's, it's a big four-door town car. And, uh, yep. they, you know, they had the windows down, uh, which I thought was kind of, kind of strange. Anyway, well, you, where you're at. Oh yeah, it was hot. It was hot out that day. Anyway, you guys check it out. Uh, I put up three of them, and uh, the last one I put up today was a, a montage of uh, several days worth of people running red lights. Oh, that's good stuff right there. And one of them, I, I probably shouldn't give this away, but one of them was a lady. I think a lady with her kids in a car that barely slowed down at an intersection that I was coming up to with my green light to pull in front of me. Oh boy. That's, and I put on there, this is my personal favorite. It's the very last, well, very last one. It's only, it's only about a minute worth of video, but it's a montage. I, I I was going through all the video, all the hours of video that I collect. So, uh, you know, go over and check it out and and, uh, run up our, uh, our, our viewer count. And please subscribe while you're there. I was just thinking that I need the subscriber count too. (laughs) well guys that's our show for tonight sure appreciate you tuning in and uh you know it's memorial day weekend i uh i hope everybody's uh, got something fun planned for tomorrow everybody's off on memorial day weekend right oh that's me i'm gonna be off monday and tuesday i know you're taking a long weekend too aren't you i'm off uh monday tuesday wednesday have to go back uh thursday and friday and oh my god it'll be the weekend again (laughs) <laughs> yeah i know at least uh, i'll have a short week ahead of me too and uh folks speaking of uh here next week uh if you're out in the portland metro area please head over to portland oregon for the four-wheel part show and shine happening june 8th so uh come on by uh that that weekend for us and uh, you can check out me say hi uh who knows maybe we'll even put you on the mic or give you a little interview absolutely and you know come speaking of uh, interview uh you can be a reporter for xjtalk.com all you need is a smartphone. Uh, you might want to get a 16 gig or maybe even a 32 gig little uh, SD micro uh, card for your interviews, but uh, get a little program called Tape A Talk. Not, com- not to be confused with Tap A Talk. I shouldn't have mentioned that. Now it's confusing. Anyway, yeah. there's a <laughs> there's an app called Tape A Talk, uh, and you can uh, it's a free app. You load that on your phone and uh, go over there and, and select the wave recording format. And then uh, while you're off-road, uh, while you're talking to somebody about your Jeep, just uh, record it. And uh, we'll uh, you know, send us a thing about reporter. Send us a little email, reporter at xjtalk.com. We'll uh, get to you and tell you how to get that, that uh, file to us. It'd be a lot of fun. You'd hear yourself. Uh, you could put it on your resume. 
<laughs> you might even get celebrity status. Celebrity status. Oh, that's that right. That's right. One of those uh, videos, Josh, is a red XJ that circles. He's passing me on the other side of the road. He circles, comes back, pulls in front of me, and they're staring at my Jeep. Uh, you can't blame him, can you, Tony? No, of course not. But it's the first time I've got solid evidence. <laughs> so you got to see that YouTube video. All right, guys. Oh, go ahead, Tony. I was just going to say, all right, guys, uh, I can see. See, Josh doesn't know the music is running out. I can see that it's running out, so I'm wrapping up. Anyway, guys, have a great week. Have a great holiday, and we'll see you next Sunday, 10 p.m. or uh, on iTunes. This is Richard Goatman Gautier with Team Nastia Petty Cash Racing, racing the 4643 Jeep Cherokee and Ultra 4, and you're listening to the XJ Talk Show. XJTalk.com is where you go when you're not off-road. And now you can go to XJTalk.com when you're off-road too. Using your smartphone, install the Tap a Talk app, then search for XJ Talk. Take XJ Talk with you wherever you go. Jury duty, dinner with your spouse's parents, even, well, anywhere you need your XJ Talk fix. Walkers, crawlers, blood, guts, and all that is zombie. It's time for Tony and Josh to recap this week's AMC's The Walking Dead.